You've tuned into the Are You Screening podcast, originally live and an effort to bring you instant reactions to films. We try to stick to that theory and bring you unedited, unfiltered, and largely off-the-cuff opinions of movies, along with interviews, industry news, and hopefully a lot more. Thanks for listening, and let's get right to this week's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Are You Screening podcast. I am your host, RUScreening.com's own Mark Eastman. And with me, as always, is co-host extraordinaire Shane Leonard. Hello. And this week, uh, we got to catch up on Jurassic World. Yep. Uh, which is uh, it's only a couple of weeks ago. Right? It's only yeah. It was. It's not <laughs> and, that long. Uh, it was just last week. And then uh, also Ant Man and the Wasp. And uh, I feel like there was <laughs> something else. Oh, you saw Tag. I didn't see Tag. I saw um, Tag. Then that was awesome, right? You know, it was really weird. It was. It was strangely the, fun. The previews, but the previews seem kind of okay, but it's exactly it looks the like film. something that could just go so wrong. It, it does. It looks horrible. like it could be like yeah. one of these. You know, you you put eight or nine comedians in a movie because right. they want to like what you say. They're just like, let's go to Tahiti. They're just for right. a month They're just trying we'll to do... all sew their stand up act together <laughs> right, into right. something. And yeah. this wasn't it. This was this is a funny premise that is executed mostly very well, um, but with comedies like this that run more than 80 minutes you know you you paint yourself into a corner for the story you're telling and then there's got to be 15 minutes of just blah narrative right. sure and it had it because we have to pretend there's a story but somewhere. it was right but it wasn't bad it was actually probably a little bit better than i even thought it was going to be but i had no expectations but you thought going. it was going to be horrible so i kind of thought it was a little be bit better than i kind of thought it was going to be horrible so it was a little bit better than you that, but put it on was your poster, it right? was fun all right yeah. cool. uh actually I, I also wanted to mention uh, just because uh, throw a little other stuff out because we never uh, did cover this, but uh, right now new to uh, cable channels, so you've got another way to watch it, and it's uh, out on Blu-ray and everything is um, the Jumanji movie, right? Uh, with um, the Rock, the Rock and yep. and, uh, and Jack. Black and yep. uh, Kevin Hart, other people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ke- Ke- Kevin Hart. <laughs> Kevin Hart will for always be just known as other and, people. And uh, the Doctor Who companion. <clears throat> yeah, right. Woman, the woman. Man, Gillen, that sucks. Uh, Karen Gillan. Karen Gillan. Something no. like that. I don't know. Yeah. I anyway, can't her. Uh, <laughs> God, that sucks. The girl now who go caused some controversy uh, when the posters came out right. because they were like, "Why is she wearing that?" Because, right. You know, right. Whatever. Anyway, uh, but that is now, uh, you know, a big thing, and it's, I don't know if it's showtime Yeah, it's Karen Gillian. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. You were right. I didn't think that was her. Uh, anyway. <laughs> anyway. That's actually surprisingly good. Uh, it's uh, goofy and silly and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's... Uh, and it's too long. Uh, it is too long. Yeah, it's it's probably I mean, it's probably too long, but at the same time, it's kind of not long enough too no. because it doesn't. Uh, what it has time for is for all of them to do some quirky things, but what right. it doesn't have time for is to really get too involved in the plot right. or anything. Right. So it, it's too long, but it's too long like wrong. Right. Like, right. <laughs> like yep. it should have spent that time doing other <laughs> stuff, but. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, anyway, if it's a movie that there's any chance that you will like it, just as a you know, just as a goofy thing. Yeah. I mean, it's a 
it's a stupid movie kind of by definition, uh, just like the original, except right. that the original is really good. So, right. <laughs> so it's right. It's one of those movies. But I was actually really surprised. And I got to tell you, as you know, The Rock is coming out now with the Skyscraper movie. The new uh, Die Hard. That's coming out next week. Next I week, think. I think. Which looks <clears throat> just as horrible as a movie could be. I am not sure what The Rock's deal is. But he's in good movies, right? He's yep. in some movies that are pretty decent. And he's not bad in them, right? I, I don't think. Most of the time, he's actually pretty good. Yeah. But what I really like about him is that he makes this stuff like Jumanji. Yeah. Uh, where, right. and, right. Uh, you know, not maybe so much the Tooth Fairy type stuff, although it's still, you know, gets but kids have Escape fun. from Wish Mountain, Tooth Fairy, like Yeah, those, he makes stuff where... Yeah, he makes definitely the G. You know, he's not serious. He's right. not being all action-y. Yep. In Jumanji, it's actually really cool because he's like the wimpy get kid yeah. turns into the rock. Right. And he actually does a really good job, I think, With that, of that, acting yeah. as the guy who can't understand being really big and, right. and yep. whatever. And, I, you know, there were several times in the movie I was pretty impressed yeah. with, with how he did. And, you know, just the fact that he'll be in it and go. Yeah, I can laugh at myself. I mean, so yeah, why don't yeah. you laugh at me too? Right. Right. Yeah. So yeah, like anyway, so too. that's around uh, to watch. So yep. um, and, you know, I was thinking about doing news, but we don't have a lot of time for news. But the big news uh, is the World Cup, right. which is uh, on again today. And uh, has been wild and crazy. Have you been watching the World Cup? I it's uh, I haven't. It's been. And I usually do, but it's been a crazy, you, crazy ride. You've been you've been dialed into it. I, I have been watching it, yeah. and uh, especially because um, my wife was in France when France uh, won, right? And you know, moved on, right? And then a few days. Which must have been crazy. Yeah, like, it was insane. All the stories she has oh, yeah, anyway, yeah. that must be a great one. Uh, and yeah. then a few days later, she was in Portugal when Brazil <laughs> moved on. Right. And, you know, Portugal and Brazil, yada, yada. Right. I don't know. But right. so there was like massive, uh, everywhere she went, mm -hmm. someone would win such that it would make for a big party. In It'd be awesome if the president there. of certain countries just came to her and was like, we need you in Istanbul That's right. tomorrow <laughs> and we'll fly you there. So right. bring your notebook. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, that was what, but I have to say, and uh, so now I'll piss off everyone in the whole world Here because we go. everyone likes soccer, right? Yeah. But soccer sucks, man. <laughs> yeah. Soccer is horrible to yeah. watch. If it wasn't for the fact that I could record right. and like watch it, fast forward, watch to, it on like double speed. Right. God, soccer's... I don't know how people do it, seriously. Like, as a regular pastime to watch soccer, to play soccer... That's different. It is a participant very, is... Playing yeah. soccer is pretty cool. Right. I mean, I'm not right. like Mr. Play Soccer. Yeah. But playing soccer, but watching it, my God, it's like... So I I know how to fix soccer. Yeah. Right? All right. First goal wins. First, first, first person to score wins, <laughs> and that's it. And, and then it's over. Well, first, first goal wins, then the opposing team has... A hundred seconds to score again, <laughs> and anything goes. Well, maybe because May then maybe. and then if, okay. and then if they do that, yeah, you got five minutes. You got five minutes, yeah, maybe. Because then, then it's it. Because then you just you see and such aggression. Not, it's over, yeah, right. Yeah. And then and go crazy. There we go. Uh, but man, actually watching it, I I, th I think it's funny. So the big thing of the World Cup, it <laughs> has been all the acting, right? Yeah. And, uh, you know, every, people just barely get Flopping touched and, and yeah, then they, they flop down shot. and you act yeah. like, yeah, they got shot. <laughs> yeah. 
And and so that's been all over the internet with people making fun of it yeah. and all this stuff. Yeah. But I got to tell you, I watched a lot of it, right? And, okay, there are some where people, they replay it, and the person, like, barely touch. <laughs> Sometimes, I've seen a couple where the person didn't even touch them. Right, right. And they still, like, fall down. Yeah. But there are others, man. You get kicked <laughs> with the shin guard in the ankle bone, you're going to go down right. pretty hard. Right. And, sure, you're over it after a, a minute, sure, right? right? Because it's not that big a deal. But right when it happens, yeah. you're yeah. you're down. And, yeah. like... People are getting, people are doing stuff that looks like it mm-hmm. shouldn't hurt, but then they replay it and the guy like elbowed him in the ear, right. like pretty right. hard. Right. <laughs> You're going to fall <laughs> gonna down, right? I mean, that's another way to make soccer better, in my opinion. If we do instant replays, but not on the field, we don't stop it, but they call it down. They're like, hey, 12, he, he faked it and we can prove it. They right. throw it on the Jumbotron. You're gone from the game. Right. Well, that's, now it's now it's that's, four on eleven. That's what and they do. Actually, no, right? no. <laughs> I, I want them gone quick. No cards anymore. You're just you're out. No cards. No just cards. Done. Just done. Sure. All right. Anyway, uh, moving on to movies. So, uh, Jurassic World. Uh, yeah, we have to start right. with that. And right. th- and now uh, it's been like the world's longest two weeks, so we have to remember Jurassic World. In the yeah, first place. strangely. Um. This one, although it now has uh, you know gone over a billion dollars, so there's that awesomeness, um, and sure to be more Jurassic whatever right to coming, come coming down the pike now that that's hit that mark right yeah it's made uh, tons of money. I got to tell you, uh, if we're just gonna throw the ratings out as fast as we can, and I mean, we don't really need to summarize anything. Although, if you only watch the first couple of trailers, I think you're in for a surprise. Yeah, <laughs> because right. the movie is not it's about not what anything. The, right, it's not to what you do see. with the first couple of trailers. Just before the movie came out, I saw another trailer that gets you a little bit more of the information. About, I stayed away from them about the fact that it's this whole goofy dinosaur heist thing. Yeah. You know, I feel like. Um, I feel like there was this weird, for me, there was this weird, like, throwback to, like, Taken. Mm-hmm. Like, when Taken first came out. Mm-hmm. And when Taken first came out, it was one of those things, like, you know, when The Ring came out. Right. Then there was a bunch of wet-haired, big-eyed <laughs> yeah. Asian women scaring right. people, right? Right. And, like, when Taken came out, that there were there was, like, a little run of movies before we got more Takens where right. it was all this... Uh, uh, kidnapping whoever and there's rich people like in take it taken's like the ultimate right where you have like the weird room at the end (laughs) and people are behind their little windows and all that and when this movie uh when i was watching this movie i I was like did they just like steal this right from taken because it's like the same thing we're like wheeling out the dinosaurs i expected a couple blondes and all the rich all the rich people like sitting around with the same lighting and Mm -hmm. You yep. know, we're in this like weirdly dark room for no reason. Right. Right. There's, Could have been a spotlight. There, there's yeah, no right. reason for the room to be dark because they mm-hmm. got spotlights like crazy on right. the dinosaurs. So right. it, apparently it doesn't matter if it's bright. Doesn't. Right? Yeah. But there's something about like this whole, there's a dark room somewhere where rich people are buying stolen people, things, whatever that, I don't know. I just thought it was weird. It, yeah. <laughs> it was like a weird flashback for me anyway, but. I got it too. But anyway, yeah. overall uh on the movie, uh, you know, th- it was it was too much and not enough for me in yeah. in a variety of ways. It was 
you know, at one point it was two Scooby Doo, <laughs> and it was, it was, uh, it was like too much dinosaurs, and somehow I felt like there were no dinosaurs right. at the same right. time. So by the time the movie was over, I, you know, I could see people enjoying themselves and the action that's happening, but for me, it was a six. Hmm. Uh, that, wow, that was as good you're as way, I. You're way higher on it than I thought you were going to be. That That's was interesting. As, that was as good as I could get with this movie. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like maybe um, if you think I'm lenient on it, and I could see that too, because there were part of the parts of it that I completely hated. Yeah, but there was like this middle chunk that I was having a good time with. So I kind of, <laughs> I kind of tried to like space that out and. Yeah. And let myself, uh, I don't know, just let the rest of it fall by the wayside. But uh, so basically there's uh, in the story, we're saving the dinosaurs because the island they're on, the volcano is going to erupt. And you see all that in the trailers and everything. But secretly we're stealing the dinosaurs and we're going to auction them off to all the bad people for Mm -hmm. various horrible reasons and things that they're going to do with the dinosaurs and whatever. And we're made, you know, obviously we've genetically engineered another dinosaur because we want to keep people scared of GMO foods, right. basically, is right. what that's about. Yeah. Um, and it's like the double super awesome dinosaur. It's like, you know, <laughs> I, I kind of hated that they did that. Yeah. You don't need to do it. Right. And basically what you're doing is just setting the stage for four movies down the road when it's, you know, Godzilla, robot, right. mecha, right. Right. thing that <laughs> and they could learn they could learn right? from that like Godzilla didn't have like new appendages or new mutations like every time Godzilla attacked Tokyo he you just dropped him into Tokyo and watched right. him rip things up and then maybe he fought a moth or a dragonfly or something <laughs> right. but you know in King Kong the same way like the interesting thing there isn't we have to create a new dinosaur every 2 years for our outing that might work well in the narrative of the previous film where they're like people, you know, our attendance spikes when we have a new dinosaur. Right, I get that. Right. That's really smart, actually. Right. But this is... But you don't need to make a new dinosaur right. for that either. You, you just no, have to have show one a new dinosaur. a real dinosaur. Right. This is like the Lex Luthor land grab plot right, right. being reused for another Superman movie. I don't want to see that ever again. <laughs> like, that's just stupid, right. but... Sorry, I jumped in on you. Anyway, uh, so... So you're at six. So, yeah, I uh, there's a part of it that I was having some fun with. I didn't like the beginning because I felt like uh, the first probably 20 minutes of the movie was, I guess, sort of okay, but it felt so forced and goofy, Mm -hmm. you know, like, well, we have to make some other movie. I don't know. Let's get them to the island where there are dinosaurs. Right. And after what happened, although the very, very beginning, I thought it was just kind of fun. With I did the, too. Uh, go, it doesn't make any in, sense. Going in with the submarine yep. thing and the big wall around the thing. Sure. Yeah. It, none of it makes it's any sense. It's nonsensical. But it was but fun to watch, yeah. kind of. Yeah. Uh, but then after that, getting them to the island was pretty goofball. Yeah. And then, uh, but after we're kind of in that beginning stage, apart from the fact that much of it was kind of corny. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, I was having a good time with the movie um, until we like really got to the point where we're at this auction, we're in this yep. truck and we're yep. driving along and it's all like, you know, you got your James Bond and my Scooby-Doo and it was right. all just right. bonkers. Yep. And and then I kind of hated it. Yeah. So. 
that's where my balance I, fell. I thought, you know, for, for a little over two hours, it, it's really long. And it makes sense because, like what you said, everything is true. It's really two movies. It's the movie. I stopped seeing. I saw one trailer uh, repetitively, but I didn't see any of the others. And I kind of stayed away from it because I thought maybe the best parts of this movie will be trailered. You right, know, right. so I didn't want to see it. So I uh, I wanted to see the movie, but I didn't want to see the trailers. So for me, all the resale stuff that happens in the latter half of the film wasn't unpredictable when I started watching the film and you're like, that's the bad guy. Right, I recognize right, him because right. they make bad music when he comes in and the shadows are on him real hard. You know, I get it. But then I realized, wow, okay, I would have much more preferred just the first movie, the the first half of the movie. Right. Because getting them getting them off the island or feeling a responsibility for the reconstruction of the ecosystem that they're in now is kind of interesting to me as a story. Like what what detriment do we have on the planet by putting these creatures that are extinct for a reason back on it? And what responsibility do we have if we know they're in trouble? Like, I like, I actually think there's a great story in there. Most of the narrative of the whole film, I thought, was awful. And most of the action in the whole film, I thought was really fun. Yeah. You know, and I, and I, when I thought about it, I'm like, that splits me down the middle, but I take narrative over action. So I'm in an ugly four. Yeah. Like I'm I'm really down on it, even though it's more action in the front loaded part of the film where I thought I can I can breeze with this. This is gonna be a fun airport, uh yeah, in like riding on the airplane, having popcorn in the air conditioning, kind of whatever environment you're in. This is a fun summer film. And then it just kind of felt like, hey, we're having too much fun. We should probably dump some really dumb story idea right. into this and change everything. The moment the the moment the movie reaches its emotional apex is when these films slide into the next movie. You know, it's when right. they're stopping getting off the island and everybody's on the boat looking back and there's this long scene of something I won't ruin because it's not right, important, sure. but it actually is kind of effective. Right. And uh, my girlfriend even said, why did they do that? Like, that just made me sad. And I went, that's why they did it. <laughs> Like that's, <laughs> right. I'm not, I wasn't even trying to be patronized. I'm like, they wanted you to feel emotional right then. Right. Because, you know, they're not able to do these things with these characters that I felt were kind of solidly established in the last movie. Right. And very rarely did they pick up anything. I felt like they actually dulled the edges of all the characters, you know, Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard. I thought they were pretty formulated the last time. And in this time, I thought all the edges were really smoothed over and just they- kind of they got like a, a for me um i like chris pratt i like him because his charisma uh, can in, carry a film in, but i didn't in, think he was general, doing a whole lot in, in general the second half. i like him no but i think what happened in this movie and i don't know that i love uh howard. bryce dallas howard she, she was fine. she's generally okay yeah uh, i don't know that she's really ever wowed me but i like chris pratt and i think what happened in this movie and it, uh, for me, it happened basically to everyone, mm-hmm. and it's not just them, but everyone who's involved at all. In the first part of the movie, I thought they all were doing really well. Yeah, right. Me too. Me too. Because it was a different movie, and it, it has and different. And then all of a sudden, and, we yeah. got to the to the second movie, right? And like they didn't know how to do it. They didn't right. know exactly what they were trying to do. Right. And even when you had parts. Where uh, 
completely ridiculous things like the dinosaur. You see it, you see this in the trailer where the dinosaur is chasing the girl up the stairs. That's right. even in the trailer. So you know it's right. coming that right. there's a dinosaur running through a big house chasing a girl, right? I'm glad I missed that. Uh, all of that stuff in there and they're all hiding and yeah. stuff. They're all acting like all of a sudden they showed up on set. Right. And it was like a complete surprise. Yeah. They had no idea this was going to happen. Right. That, you know, we kept the script completely secret. Mm-hmm. You're filming this like in the first few days, so you don't know how we got here. Right. Or why we're, or why we're in the house. Mm-hmm. And go. Right. And, yeah. and they're like supposed to, uh, and they're like, I mean, I guess okay. I'm scared. I'm scared. Or, right. I'll run. I'll <laughs> right. run and holler. Yeah. And <clears throat> they just, they just felt like really disconnected. Like they were, they were in the first movie. They knew who they were. They knew why yeah. they were there. They knew what they were doing. You get to the second part of the movie and it's like everyone who's acting in the movie kind of wrote off any mm-hmm. point to the movie, just like the movie does. Right. Like the, the movie mo- just right. goes, exactly. well, this is the silly thing. The movie does happening. it too. Yeah. And, the second half of the movie feels a lot like um, I have this idea for the guy getting eaten in the elevator mm-hmm. or uh, we're going to have this uh, big stupid hunter tranquilize the dinosaur and the dinosaur is going to smile at him. And, right. You know, like that. Right. And then it's like, OK, so how do we get there? Right. And what has to happen yeah. so that we can yeah. film that scene? And that just makes it all sort of boring, you know. Every, uh, the the d- there's a problem, right? Mm-hmm. And so everyone's running away, and we've got the one super dinosaur, and he's in his cage, and now the guy's all alone with him, and it's the whole thing is just boring. Yeah. Like as soon as you get to that part, you're just going, oh, I wonder what's going to happen, and right? It, you know, and. Uh, and you've got the people all running away in the elevator, and all these different dinosaur things happen and all of it just seems like so stagey and gimmicky and like you know we're forcing you along this path because this is the really cool funny scene that Mm -hmm. we think everyone's gonna laugh at or you know whatever and the first part you know didn't do that we were just kind of running with we were in it what what was happening yeah right so it it definitely just kind of shifts gears completely and it's like they want. It's like they wanted to make two sequels, mm-hmm. and one of them was like save the dinosaurs from the island, and one of them was like this weird, you know, island of Doctor Moreau right. giant house creepiness. Right. And look, there's dinosaurs, right. and they're like, ah, let's just put those together. And it felt, and it, yeah, and it feels very Austin Powers ish too. Like the writer has been in a coma for fifty years because the price for a dinosaur is like four million dollars, and I'm like, are you? You kidding me? <laughs> I know. Yeah. You can buy a warship <laughs> for a boat, right. right? And I'm like, that dinosaur better be for a hundred million, right. and that's for just right. a little one. Right. Like, you know, your T Rexes are sixty billion. Right. Like, I don't care. I mean, like, it th- just seems there, so there, out of touch with there itself. There is this weird part that made it all kind of Scooby Doo, yeah, uh, like all together. Because yeah, there was like the one <laughs> that, and, and the guy is getting really happy. Right. About all the money, the money he's that's making. rolling in. Yeah. And it's like we've sold like 20 dinosaurs now and he's got over a hundred. It's like $125 million. Dollars. Yeah. And he's, and he's like $125 million. Right. right. And I'm like, the dude you work for just bought this giant <laughs> island. Right. I'm pretty sure it cost more than $125 million. <laughs> right. Like you already had control of yeah. more money than you're going to get from out of even out of all this all, nonsense. Yeah. Right. 
you got to pay like $50 million at least to have these guys transport the yeah. damn things here. Right. I mean, yeah, it was really... You're still out of hawk. It yeah. was really out of touch. Plus, whatever all these people are going to do with these dinosaurs, right? I'm like, just keep the dinosaurs and take over the freaking world. Right. You don't need right. $100 million, right? You, you should was, be going to people and say, give me $500 it, million, it was, and I won't let this thing on your <laughs> island. Right, you I, know, I won't drop this the, thing on your door. I, I swear to God, it definitely lost one star when it did something that I knew was coming. I, I gave it one free Tyrannosaur inter interjection, right? Because it's Jurassic Park or Jurassic sure. World. The next time the Tyrannosaur did the exact same thing and the exact same pose and screamed like it does at the end of the first movie with the banner falling down, I'm like, now you lost a star. Right. The third time it did it, I took two away. Right. And I'm like, you do it again, you're zero. <laughs> like, because it's almost like someone just had the, uh, you know, the um, they have a the staples but th the button where you're just like, that right. was easy. And right. someone's like, I haven't seen a T-Rex in a while. Hit it. And he just drops in and does right. the pose and screams that really loud, great sounding scream. And doesn't affect anything except serves as the ghost in your machine because you wrote them into a into a corner, right? And I know this thing's blowing up. And, and they and they've and got they've got like this set piece. But did you see that? Like the yeah. same T Rex did the same friggin' thing they, three got times this, in a row. They've got this set piece for oh, the ride that nuts. they're building yeah. at Universal Studios, <laughs> right. and they're like, "Well, but we better make sure people right." know that they got to know it yeah it. Right. we got to burn that into their brain so that when they come to universal studios they go oh it's yeah there it is yeah yeah i mean from the start I, I agree with you in in a strange way the whole film is the first five minutes you know where the first seven minutes where they go for the big crazy bone that they're right. taking and they're in the sub and they they think stupidly well everything must be dead because it's only been three years right you know, and then <laughs> they then they sense. meet, and then right. I love the guy on the ground who just can't communicate, and the storm's coming, and everyone's like pointing behind him, and I'm like, right. dude, even if I never saw these movies and lived in this real world, I would never stop turning my head on <laughs> Isla Nublar. Like how, I would, how are you I not would just be constantly I'd have, spinning around. I'd have tasers on me. I'd have a grenade ready. Like I right. would just be constantly whiplashing myself, and and just the fact that as stupid as it was, it was still fun and it got yeah, me into yeah. the film and i'm like this is the movie i think i want right and i got it for about 45 minutes right. and then i lost it and didn't get anything else i wanted right you know so it was it was pretty aggravating because it didn't have to be that film right not at all but yeah well anyway so um but you know for if you if you can let yourself uh i guess do this movie yeah then, then you'll probably then like it you'll probably have fun but yeah. there are there are just some horrible parts and you know, at the at the end when they kill the thing, mm -hmm. I mean, you know, spoiler alert, the yeah, dinosaurs don't win, right? right. Never. Uh, when they kill the thing at the end, I was just like, oh come on, yeah. <laughs> and right. not only not only was that pretty stupid, mm -hmm. right? But they kept showing it to you. Yeah, you know, like right, they just right. they just kept That's looking true. at the thing again. For, yeah, for like ten <laughs> minutes before the thing gets killed, right? They just keep looking at it and looking at. Hey, don't forget. Don't this forget is that here, thing, right? Yeah. Remember, uh, remember, remember how this, this thing? is here. Yeah. yeah, and it was. Oh, come on. Yeah, it, it, there, there was a certain part, and, and that's part of the overall problem at the end too. Is yeah. the the last half of the movie has no regard for your intelligence at all. No, and the first half of the movie, you know, it seems like they're made by different people. It I really mean, does. It, it seems. It really like, does. It seems like we have a whole different vision of what we're trying to do. Yeah. And you get to the second half, and yeah. I don't. They they hired somebody to finish the movie, 
and they were, you know, trying to sell stuff at the park. Yeah. They're trying to sell toys. Right. They're doing whatever, right. but it was a whole different thing yeah. going on. It, aside from that, I got to tell you something else that was annoying, it, even though I was a little helpful, uh, a little hopeful for it, because this seems to be You're the like year. You're like actually at one, I think. I, you know, <laughs> I, I actually, with all the nitpicky stuff that I had amongst the first 50 minutes, it's pretty minor because I thought the film was just setting up stuff to topple over. Yeah, and I was, yeah. I was pretty into it. Because the action in the first 50 minutes is way more interesting than yeah. all the caged action later. Because right. then it's really just like run through the house, right. you know. Um, and forget the narrative of cloning that they pick up and just put down arbitrarily to set up future films, which I actually thought was kind of interesting as long as James Cromwell was in the film, right. you know. And I thought right. he, leads a, he leads a certain uh, avenue that the film is trying to go down, and I like that he's there. But then you say, you know, I remember all the stuff that had advertised Goldblum coming back. And I'm like, right. oh, great, Dr. Ian Malcolm. And this is the guy that carries awful. the franchise, and it sucks. Yeah. It's it's only Terrible. good because it's bookending the film. You know, he starts it and he ends it with a congressional testimony. And that might have been good if it had been anything other than, uh, we got Jeff for three hours. Uh, right. Let's monologue the hell out of him. Right. But really have it be nothing that he hasn't already said. Right. He's not He's not it's, saying anything. And they and made it you, sound like it was going to be such an it, important it part of the film. It seems like, yeah, you know? and it's, it's absolutely nothing. And, and it's, it's nothing. It seems like, so we get a couple of minutes yeah. of him talking. But it seems like when you watch it that he probably had like 20 minutes of doing right, that, right. that they were like, well, I like this. I like that. <laughs> like yep, they pulled sure. it apart because it's so random and nonsensical and, you know, horrible, just crap. You could put on your poster for the next yep. Jurassic mm-hmm. world mm-hmm. opening or whatever. Yep. It's such goofy nonsense that he's saying right. that you could have pulled it out of anywhere Anything. in a giant speech that he made. It could have been voiceovers these, from all the other films yeah. that he's been in. It was so weirdly unimportant. It, it was it was such a waste like, it was just to be able to say that he was in the movie. Just to, and because there'd been seen, you know, I remember someone's like, you know, Jurassic World has Jeff Goldblum on set today and everyone's like, right. oh, yeah. it's going to be amazing. And I'm right. like, if only he had been in it like James Cromwell, and it if, would have if landed he, if he more. Had actually been in it, yeah, it it might have helped the movie a lot. Right, but that was just and you know nonsense. I've seen all these films. You might as well have just shown a picture of him at the beginning <laughs> right, of it, just like, on the table. And yeah, then like who's that guy? Right, Man. see, he's in it. He's a chaos theory. You know, <laughs> right. it, in another way too, it also just kind of like was annoying that as interesting as the story was in the first half about the dinosaurs and it goes more about humans in the second half but right. like they'd already done this dinosaurs had already gotten off right. the island right. and been in new york you know or whatever big city before right. they'd already they'd already done this and they were even self-derivative in a way that didn't seem to acknowledge that we'd already done it ourselves right and if you can't remember what you've done in your own it's, franchise three movies ago yeah it, ah, you know i'm sorry you're it's not like doing you wait well. a while in between sequels Right. And then give it to different people. Yeah. And they haven't even like watched the first <laughs> ones. <right? laughs> and I guess maybe they're assuming that, you know, someone who might be, you know, your oldest daughter, maybe right, her age, right. they haven't seen all of them yet. Sure. Maybe this is new and will make a lot when she wants it for right, Christmas. Right, I, right. I get it. But man. And, you know, the final <laughs> thing about this movie is uh, it's several parts of the movie, even though I think it's interesting that in this movie, we very rarely focus very much on flying dinosaurs. Yeah. 
Right. The pterodactyls. We, and don't, the, all the, we don't often yep. have any kind of spotlight on anything that can fly, mm-hmm. but they're always there. Right. Right. The, the, we always see a little bit of them. We see them flying away. The, you know, volcanoes exploding. So something's flying away from it or whatever. Right. And one of the things that I think is weird about this movie in particular is that uh, like nothing other than this movie could make it more clear that we would never make those. Right. Like we would never make right. the ones that could just that can't fly be away. Easily. Right? right. I mean, yeah. It's so the one good thing yeah. about dinosaurs <laughs> right. is that if we make this island, like what the hell are you even making it on an island for? Right. If you're going to have right. ones that fly. Sure. Right. And yep. anyway, uh, the whole, the whole thing kind of, was weird anyway yeah. uh so go see that for your uh, really good time i guess all right uh ant-man and the wasp oh yeah so we um doing another movie now we're in a very i think weird spot in the marvel universe yeah of sticking this movie out because uh we've all we've obviously got giant plans of having all the movies have connections mm-hmm. and and every you know Guardians of the Galaxy show up in you know Infinity War right and, and now it's like we did all these things that you thought were going to be different <laughs> right or were going to be you know their own thing and now we're mashing them all up together and uh you know Ant-Man Basically, it's caught, yeah, ish, whatever. Right. I mean, because because we've uh, in Infinity War, we already have to have some story about how we don't really like each other. the The law is mm-hmm. on one side right. versus you know right. whatever. Um, but Ant Man like got caught, and so in the movie, uh, he's serving his two years of house arrest yeah or whatever right and and then he's going to have more probation right but he's got his ankle monitor on he's trapped in his house uh he hasn't seen anyone you know that is involved with ant-man suitness right 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 so it's uh, so it starts out and he's his daughter is visiting yeah and he's in the final days of mm-hmm. his two years. Just keep it together. Right. He's yeah. got a few more days. Yeah. And uh, all of a sudden, he has like this weird dream experience. Mm-hmm. And, you know, now we get in touch again. They kidnap him. We've got Evangeline Lily as the wasp going to his house and taking him away. <laughs> right. And then hilarity ensues, and we're trying to save Evangeline's mother from the quantum realm. The quantum realm of everything's becoming, quantum. becoming so small, yeah, that basically you're smaller than everything. Everything you're right. you're yep. so small that it doesn't even make sense to talk about size at all. Right, right, you're right. Just, and that's its own whole other realm, and her mom's have been trapped. And we saw the thing of that previously yeah. because they had to get into this bomb to keep it from right. blowing people up, whatever. And uh, <laughs> and dad's suit malfunctioned, so she had to do it, and she's trapped. Right. And so the whole thing is, uh, this is a movie also that's like a couple of movies, uh, strangely cr- crammed into each other yeah. because you've got the one where it's. 
you know, his handler who keeps trying to catch him mm-hmm. and keeps running to his house right. to, to see if he's breaking his, you know, right. his house arrest, arrest or whatever. Yeah, right. And, uh, I mean, for me, I think it's a little... Uh, it felt weird, especially after a while, right? Mm-hmm. It felt weird because we're trying to do so many different things with that part of the story, right? Like the guy who's his handler, right? Yeah. So he really wants to nail Ant-Man for <laughs> for leaving, right? He's right. like, oh, he's leaving. Right. Hooray, right. right? Yeah. But at the same time... Uh, you're supposed to like him, right? Right. We want to like him. So he's like this likable, friendly, you know, kind of guy, except that every time he thinks that he might be out of his house, he's like, oh, right. Right. And I'm like, ah, for me, that just didn't work. Even though this is, this is sort of a silly, this is light fair. This is, yeah, this is where Marvel tries to be really serious in one movie, mm-hmm. and it wants to have, you know, it then wants to throw out Guardians of the Galaxy so that we can just be like Screwball. Right. And now this is like our new Screwball, right? Yeah. And, but still, that just didn't work for me because he's not the guy who really cares. Right. Like, he's the guy who goes, man, it's really stupid that you're <laughs> under arrest in the first place, but I have to watch you. Like, yeah. like we have to go one way or the other with that character, I feel like, would have made actually things a lot better. Yeah. Either he's some goofy hard ass right. who hates superheroes and mm-hmm. wants to catch you so that we can put you away because screw superheroes. And he needs this promotion. Whatever it is. Yeah, there's something to yeah. it. Like, there's something behind it. Or he's the guy that goes, well, I mean, this is the dumb house arrest you have to be on. But right. every time this ankle bracelet goes off, I mean, there's other shit to do, right? Right, I mean, right, he's like, right. He's like, well, whatever. So anyway, that was really goofy. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Um, anyway, but to get to our ratings, uh, this one hit me in a, like a really weird way, Uh-oh. right? I was like on board for all of the screwballness of this movie, even yeah. though... Uh, this is the dumbest plot ever. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is like such a stupid plot that I can't even like articulate how stupid it is. Yeah. And our main villain person, I really hated. Uh, I thought. Oh, you didn't like Ghost? No. I thought. What's uh, wrong with I you? thought the whole premise of it was really stupid. Oh, God. And not only did I think the whole premise of it was stupid, but the whole premise of it, I thought, was stupid, like, on purpose. Hmm. Because when we don't know what to do, she can appear and knock you out. She can be and, literally the ghost and, of the and, machine. And then, really, yeah. And, and like, everything, yeah. everything in this movie was going really well for me. And then, all of a sudden... She just knocks him out, and right. I've captured him. Right. And it's almost like, at that point, it's almost like you're watching a silent film in the 20s, and there's just a card that comes up and goes, Bonk. they get knocked Done. out, right? right? And, yeah. and I thought, not only is that the goofiest, laziest thing, um, but it makes it so clear that that's why she is who she is. Mm-hmm. Uh, we only want her because when we can't figure out what to do, right. she can just magically Lean do on it. Her. Yeah. I'm like, you know, let her have like a trap in yeah. her lair. Sure. And then they get caught in that and then they're caught. Right. Like, why can't we do right. that? And then they wake up and we've got dad because how hard is it to go get dad? That You know, then we could just do that. Right. Yeah, right. But she just appears and knocks him out, and it's so goofy. And then every time they fight, 
because uh, they fight a lot. Uh, <laughs> Ant-Man and the Wasp fight this ghost woman a Numerous lot, times, right? yeah. Every time they fight, it's really, it, it's like they're all <laughs> doing their action scene by themselves. And then we'll just see CGI her into whatever we want to work or not work or when you do hit her. or right. But none of it makes any sense. Like, you can hit her. Oh, wait, she phased and you can't hit her. And it's, I, I hated it. You hated that. I hated everything about the villains. I hated yeah. her whole, I hated her whole story just because it's so boring and overdone, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm mad at somebody for no real reason, <laughs> except that I got to find somebody to be mad at. Right. It doesn't actually make any sense to be any mad, to be mad at him, even right. though he's kind of a jerk. So we like being mad at right. jerks or whatever. Right. I don't know. The whole thing was, uh, I thought, goofy. But all the other parts of the movie, man, I was like weirdly on board. So anyway, um, I end up giving this a seven and a half. Yeah, it was uh, because half off. it that just sucks. was. I thought you were right there. There was a lot of it that actually cool. was pretty fun, and yeah. all of the stuff that's just trying to be fun, I thought worked. Yeah. And then as soon as it had to have a story yeah. for the fun, right. and I was like, man, that's just it. It's such a lazy cop out mm-hmm. of a version of a story yeah. to have and it's like that. uh it, one of the things that it, some of it even becomes almost like jarringly goofball for me uh and it kind of pulls you out of you know just have a stupid fun movie right you could have the other part of the movie be kind of stupid fun right. and that would be okay but as soon as they go in and it's Lawrence Fishburne mm-hmm. that they're going to meet, I'm like, oh, great. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sure he's just an extra and has nothing to do with anything <laughs> right. else that's going on. Right? When, you're, was- when you're flipping through the IMDb page and you see, you know, Paul Rudd, Evangeline Lilly, Michael Pena, all on and on, and then you hit Michael Douglas, Michelle Pfeiffer, and Larry Fishburne, and you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I jumped the movie? Is this right, the wrong right. movie? Like, you're like, why are they 10 people buried in? But yeah, that yeah. that's certainly something. It was goofy. But... I I had a lot of fun, even though, you know, if I if I had seen this on another day, I feel like I'd just rip it to shreds because yeah. it's as dumb a movie as <laughs> yeah. it could be, and it doesn't pretend it, to. No, but the the good but thing it, about it is yeah. that it doesn't pretend it's anything else. It's just like, look, this is our this is the yeah. stupid one, and we're and just it, gonna be goofy. And it have fun. sells it as being smart by stupidly being smart, like. Um, that's the wor- worst way to say it. But even Paul Rudd has a moment where he tells everybody, he's like, do you guys just put quantum in front of everything you say? <laughs> right. Because there's a moment there where they literally are going back and forth about quantum this, quantum that, quantum zone, quantum right. physics. You know, and you're like, you kind of feel like he really is your personal avatar in this conversation because he just stops and just is like, guys, shut up. Right. Like, you're trying to sell this as being super smart. We're throwing big Pez things at each other, you know? Right. In many ways, you get the film that the trailer purports. And that's great because that looked like a lot of fun. And I'm with you. Strangely, really strangely, this movie does what I think Jurassic World was trying to do, which was look smart, be action-packed, even though we're kind of hollow and dumb in places, you won't care too much because, hey, look, dinosaurs. Because look, it's fun. In this film, same idea, except, hey, look, things are really small or things are really big or things are just moving along at a pace because maybe Captain America will show up, you know, that kind of thing. And I had more fun with it than I thought I was going to have. Even despite having problems here and there and not really nitpicky problems so much as just, well, that's the story you're telling me, I guess, that's the best we can do because I honestly felt like 
Ant-Man and Wasp in the MCU for the type of kooky film that it wants to be, like you've said, in the vein of Guardians of the Galaxy, I felt like even if it was the best film it could be, it would probably only be an eight. Yeah. You know, it's one of those films for me. So I gave it a seven. Right. Because despite having so much fun leading up to things, even the disinteresting stuff of watching um, Paul Rudd at home under house arrest with his daughter, having like a lot of fun being like the greatest creative dad who's right, right. also broke and can't who's, go outside. Who's got two years to who's not got a leave bunch his house. <laughs> who's got a bunch of stuff. Of time. Having right. a blast with her, and I believed that relationship. Right. I believed that character. I believed him as a father and him as a sometimes hero. Right. And I believe that he's a guy who, in the face of big things, will stand up and do the right thing, partially because he's got a daughter he loves very much, but also because it's in him. But I also find a lot of cowardice in him, too. And that makes an interesting character to explore. And they kind of do that. And strangely, I was nervous about more than anything, not how they would ruin stuff in the trailer, but how would Evangeline Lilly fit? You know, could she really right. be in this kind of film when I know her mostly from Lost and, yeah. and liked her in Lost, but this is not exactly the same thing. I thought she was great. Yeah, she was, I thought she, she was good. I thought she worked so well in everything, even when the story forgets what they're trying to do with her. It's almost like two different films are happening here as well, because he's trying to atone and just make things right and also help you know his friends who are really pissed at him for all the choices he's made recently. <laughs> right. I saw someone complain about Michael Douglas and Evangeline Lilly kind of being flat and cardboard and morose, and I thought they're in the film for a different narrative. They're trying to rescue their mother and their wife who is still alive and they, can, they can't they can prove it, but they're pretty sure. But they might lose her forever. They're right. probably going to be really serious and he's going to be trying to crack jokes and deliver a little levity. And, and oh, I by the it, way, I have to go and, back to and my and house. By the way, I got to be home before <laughs> noon because right. this guy's coming for me. And right. and I agree. The, the ability to make that agent try to be like Coulson instead of who he is and they they pour a lot of inspector clouseau on him right you know he's really one fbi badge away from slipping on a banana peel you know <laughs> right. that and i get it and that's more for an audience that's younger than i i, right. I get that but they should like you said they should just pick right. do one or the other but there's you know there's some stuff that i feel like the trailer maybe ruined a little like, yeah, I, I don't I think mean. the trailer needed to show some of the things. There's an awful lot of stuff in the film that I will say I was surprised they didn't throw in the trailer that would have been easy oh, trailer bait. Right, right. Because to its credit, there's a shitload of stuff in there that's really fun. There and, is, yeah. And I would not have imagined, because of the first film, we see, you know, we see him shrinking down and riding on an ant and having trouble with the tub. And I mean, just all kinds of like misadventures. Right. They don't really do the same things with the same powers in this one. Like, it's almost like someone went, yeah, but why wouldn't you just do this? And they're like, oh my God, that's gold. Right. We should do that. Right. <laughs> and and what would normally be, if you had described me, if you, if you had described to me like a car chase scene with like matchbox cars, I'd be like, right. sounds like a hoot, you know, and I'd be sarcastic as hell. I'll be damned if it isn't super fun. Yeah. It you know, was. it's just, it's one of those things that for some strange reason, the way that they handled the stuff that seemed very typical became a little bit extraordinary right. and, and really engaging. And I'm with and, you, when we walked out, I'm like, I, I'm wondering if I had a lot of fun with that in a way I shouldn't even be saying out loud. Right. Like it was just a good time. And, and there was a lot of stuff in there that, uh, 
other people making the movie, right? Yeah, they, could, they eas- picked it. could easily have gone wrong with. Yeah, they would have picked it or, wrong. Or not done, uh, not been satisfied to just do the good enough that works and mm-hmm. tried to make it something else. Mm-hmm. Like uh, his partners that he works I with. I was just going right? to say this, yeah. So there's Michael Pena is the main one, mm-hmm. but then there's these two other guys who are going to work at the company too. Yep. And there's like the one Russian guy yep. who, who, with the accent and everything. Yep. He was gold. He was gold. And they didn't go too hard on him. Right. They went to him just enough. We, I was I was nervous. When he Me started too. doing stuff that I thought, that's, that's really good. Right, right. I started getting nervous that we were going to have a scene later yeah, where it was right. just you know, trying to pile on right, right, and, and overdoing that character who is a total, uh, the whole thing is just a total side situation when we just need like a little break from watching Ant-Man. So we'll do something else. And they do that perfectly. They, they give you, I think, uh, you know, the exact go-to example of why this shows up and why we need it to happen. Yep. And it was great. And they do a lot of little things like that, that they just do these inconsequential things that, you know, you're not selling the movie to anybody with that, but you really need it to help it out Yeah, and make it uh, like one more step in not worrying about why any of the other stuff doesn't actually make any sense. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And is completely stupid. The first time we see him, and I'm not going to ruin it, I'm not even going to ruin the joke because it's so much fun. Just the way he delivered it. I was like, man, that guy's ready for a a Netflix spinoff. I want to see just these two guys bumbling (laughs) around the office each week, you know? Yeah, they have... uh, It's so good. There'd be be a great show if it was the... the, So it's like a security company that they're running and they sell stupid stuff. (laughs) Yeah. It'd just be like... Ant-Man's too busy, so we have to run it by ourselves. Right. It's just, here's our security shop, the show. That (laughs) would be awesome. That would be funny. But but if you pay any attention to anything that's going on, then the movie is really just horrendously (laughs) stupid. (laughs) Yeah, but it keeps you Especially especially the farther we go. Right. And I will say the one the one thing that I really have a problem with, like you said, this, you know, could only be like an eight. At best. At its best. And, and I feel you know. like if we change some stuff, though, it could maybe get up to nine. Yeah. And especially everything that has to do with being in the quantum realm mm-hmm. or any of that crap that happened, right? Yep. <clears throat> and, and for me, uh, and it's funny because my son uh, made this point to me, and I'm like, well, I mean, yes, but. Right, right. <laughs> uh, it's very it's very accurate uh, reason to not like the movie. You got to either have science or magic. He was really mad about this. Yeah, he was he was mad. I I completely agree with him, sure. except that uh, this movie is you know so stupid that you can you can give it a little bit of a pass <laughs> right. on some stuff, and it's not it, you know you take like a star and a right. half away from it, maybe not like but you don't eight cripple stars, it. right? Right, right. it's <laughs> right. not that bad. Um, but I completely agree with him that you either got to have science or you got to have magic, but mm-hmm. you can't have both. You mm-hmm. can't have, uh, you know, either science explains stuff that seems magic-y and that's right. what we're doing. Right. Or, I don't know, it's just magic. Right, take it. <laughs> but right. you, but you, can't, you, have, you right. can't have both right. suddenly show up in this movie. <laughs> And when, uh, you know, spoiler, we saved Michelle Pfeiffer. But at the end of the movie, uh, you know, they're stuck with this useless villain (laughs) that fits our 
stupid plot points that we wanted to get through and we have to do something with her. And Michelle Pfeiffer just goes, I think I can help you. Right. And now you're completely healed. Right. I'm like, man. That's that, comic book. That ain't a thing. Yeah, right? that's, that's, that's comic book. That's not book. even comic That's comic book, book. right? That's like that's Saturday old, morning cartoon yeah. or something, right? Yeah, that, that too. That was awful. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. That, that was the kind of awful that I expect somebody to be like Michelle Pfeiffer to go, I'm not doing I'm that. I'm not going to do that. You can film anything you want, but <laughs> I'm, I'm not doing that. I'm not right. doing that. And right. and then even all of the <laughs> other parts too, when uh, when like Michael Douglas gets in the thing, goes to the quantum realm, yeah, right. the, the less you actually show anything of mm-hmm. the quantum realm, you know, when you go into the quantum realm, let me look at a screen with right. a blip on it that goes, <laughs> he's in the quantum, quantum. realm now. <laughs> right. Don't try and show it because as soon as you go, look, we're smaller than anything, right? We're going so small. Right. That we're subatomic and we're smaller than anything. Right. And then you go there and get out <laughs> and start walking around. Yeah. And Michelle Pfeiffer comes up to you like she's been lost in the jungle. Right. And made a mask and <laughs> found some shit to make right. a spear with. Right. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? Right. You're like, you're, right. you're, quantum. you're fully high it's right quant- now. <laughs> I'm quantum <laughs> high. You are. I, I guess in the end, you know, as much fun as I had, it was dependent on one thing and they did it they did it twice and they did it badly both times my big problem with the film is adversarial i even though i haven't set it up till now the film has a really easy path and engagement for me until it introduces ghost and then the yeah, film stops yeah. all the momentum and pacing and an actual like kind of you know whateverness like that it had been establishing it just weirdly jumps a rail and like goes a different direction because the tone, the tail, everything about her. And she's not bad, the actress. She's doing fine. I don't have a problem nah, with her. I didn't I didn't the like story her. that they're doing because she's mostly a CGI thing. Like she's really just only in front of you acting for maybe four or five minutes. Yeah. You yeah. know. But that that character doesn't work for me on a number of different reasons, big and small, no pun intended. But also, maybe the most disappointing thing, because I love that guy, is Walton Goggins is the second bad yeah, guy. Yeah. And he is the most just cardboard cutout of cliches and has nothing there except I'm going to show up when somebody has the golden ticket or you know, the box. They actually, they yeah, literally are chasing right. a box, you know, and when someone's got the box, I got to get the box from them. Right. And he is so talented and so capable. It sucks whenever I see him wasted. And in this film, he's got to pay his bills. So he's going to take whatever he can get. I just wish people would see him. You know, I wish I wish more people would just see Justified just alone. Right, right. Forget Vice Principles. Forget everything else the guy's ever done. Just that alone, he would be starring in everything. And and yeah, he, and he's he just he's so a good. failure there because not he's he's not bad. That character is just so unnecessarily ugh. right. It's not like you could somebody else I, could do that right. Right. It's <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah. It's not like somebody else comes in and like oh he just had the wrong idea and here. It's y- just you blah. know the the worst part about that. I and, agree. And, Ghost and, is and the worst. Y- though. You're you're exactly right. It's uh, it's horrible to see him. It later sucks. In the movie. Man. But the worst part about it, um, it 
this is one of those crazy things that comes up every once in a while. Like if he'd have been worse, he'd have been better. Right. right exactly. Uh, yes. The, I was just going to say. The thing that really kills it is that the first like three minutes that we see him, yep. you're like, yeah, yep. right. This is what I want for him. <laughs> like, and this, he's going to be good. This is going to rock. Yep. And then all of a sudden it's like he walks, you know, through the door and who framed Roger Rabbit right. or something. Right. And now right. he's they totally defanged out a cartoon. And now he's just dead. Right. right. Yep. And, and he, <clears throat> his character like just goes, so goofy like you almost expect him to start cackling or something like he's (laughs) right he's he's so goofball but in that first part of that first scene he's dangerous cool yeah i I agree it's really cool i Uh, feel bad for him because he had tomb raider earlier this year and he would have been he would have been a good villain but they asked him to do a bunch of goofy stuff and he's like hey i'm a pro i'll do it right but i i don't love it you (laughs) know and he's the same kind of thing here he's just a cardboard cutout which sucks but yeah um, but man, the, the movie is it's such still, a good time. It's so weirdly fun. And even as I'm watching it, having fun, like you said, when we walked out, yeah. even when I'm watching it, having fun, I'm like, I feel like something's gone wrong here. Like, why am, <laughs> right. I, why am I having so much fun I with like this? this? Right. But it really was just, um, I think everyone was used really well. They mm-hmm. were getting them. They were getting the best, you know, not counting any of the bad guys. Right. And I feel like really what happened in creating this movie, and I I think Marvel in general has a real problem with this, and eventually mm-hmm. somebody might stop going to their movies. Right. It, at this point, right. it's like they don't care, it's right? It's unstoppable. They're like, it just right. doesn't matter. Right. We'll, we'll film anything. Right. You'll give us a <laughs> give billion it. dollars, right? Right, right. But with this movie, I feel like what we had was – one person had a good idea mm-hmm. of what to do with this movie that had nothing to do with any villains. Right. And there's like, you know, a whole part of the script yeah. that that person went, this is what happens. And here's all like, this is why it's funny. Mm-hmm. Here's, you know, he's all dad and we yeah, get right. invested in his daughter and their relationship. Mm-hmm. And then, and then, oh, look, now we have another, you know, parent child relationship right. where the mother's gone and we got all this stuff and here's all this like funny parts and everything and then someone said dude we need a villain we we need like <laughs> right. we somebody, need somebody to have some superpower that's gonna yeah. be in conflict with this person and then right. and then we had so we had to jam all this stuff in and we yeah. had to come up with ghost and why she connects to the whole thing and mm-hmm. it was awful yeah. I, I thought everything about that was awful like I said it's it's a bad guy story that you've seen like a billion times yeah. anyway. Yeah. And, you know, have a the, the bad guy doesn't have to be connected to him. Right. The bad doesn't guy, have to be. The right. bad guy doesn't have could've, to specifically hate him. Right. The bad guy could just want what he has. Want, right. We got right. plenty of reasons to want yep. what he has yep. without having to have this goofball connection. Yeah. And, you know, it kind of reminded me of uh, Black Panther, too. Yeah. It's like. I'm not happy and I want someone to be pissed at. <laughs> right. And so I'm gonna. There you are. <laughs> and and here boom, we go. Right? Yeah. And I, it, it just, I don't know. It just felt so flat. And then every time she's fighting, there were a few times when it, it seemed interesting to have her, like when she just shows up mm-hmm. to <clears throat> like listen in and she's just. Right. She's spying. Invisible. Yeah. And that's, she's spying. That's fine. And then all of a sudden she's there. Right. And then the Russian guy gets to freak right, out about right. it. That yeah, was, that's great. Like that was cool. And it's only great because he's great. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> right. There were there were two 
there's two little things um, as we, you know, we're probably getting done, but, um, you know, obviously it's a Marvel film, so stay for the end scene. I kind of liked the end scene. I kind of felt like you didn't, but was fu- what was fun I'm for me. I'm just bored with the I know end you are. scene, right? But what, what was fun for me beyond enjoying it, just because I thought it was, I mean, creative is kind of a weird word to put on it, but I, I think they could have ended it in a different way. I liked hearing the audience gasp. Like that <laughs> yeah. was fun because they, they didn't see it coming at all, right. you know? And I like that. My only regret about the film is, and I may fix this, is I kind of wish we'd seen it in 3D. Oh, maybe. There's yeah. there's enough weird quantum there things. Is, there is and crazy, even just Pez machines getting big. Like, stuff, I yeah. wonder if that's not going to... Even the stuff where he's getting the boat, like, I kind of wonder if that's not just amazing right. to see. Normally, I don't care about it. But this one this one might have been... If you get a chance to see it, uh, maybe, maybe see if you can see it in 3D. I right. think it'd be worth right. it. Right. But... Yeah. Um, Strangely but, fun. But yeah, it, really fun. And I think not only... Uh, the 3D-ness, but I think probably pretty worth it, you know, to make sure you see it in the theater. In the least, theater, definitely, right? yeah. Even, is, even if we've got 50 big inch, and yeah. crazy. It doesn't matter how big fun. your TV is. Yeah. This is much more fun in the theater. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I agree. That was, that was a good time. All right. So uh, that's our time for today. Uh, and next week, I'm not even sure, but... Must be The Rock's uh, film, I, I guess think. It's, it's got to be The Maybe. Rock, or I think Hotel Transylvania opens oh, too, yeah. and something else opens Man, too, I but. saw a ridiculously funny trailer for Hotel Transylvania yeah. that was that looked way better than anything I could have ever imagined. Yeah, and you know, I'm not even in love with those films anyway. Uh, yeah. The first one I thought was okay. decent, yeah. right? right. And the second one I thought, man, we're just going to hit this well. And yeah. then, yeah, there are trailers for this one that, yeah, I guess that it's both pretty of those. good. Um, and I don't know, something else too, I think, but we're probably yeah. going to be doing the rock because sure. that, that's the big thing. And, uh, the only big budget movie <laughs> this month, that's not a sequel. Right. Right. So we have to go. That's see really that. weird. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's so, summer. It's summer anyway. So, so. tune in for that. Cool. And, uh, and I don't know. Go Whatever see else Jurassic we find. World. Yeah, I, sure. I, I wouldn't even tell people to do that. Yeah, don't see Jurassic World. <laughs> that's what I That's what, <laughs> that's I what you say. meant to say. Sorry. Uh, thanks for giving us an hour. We'll see you next week. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Hey, listeners. On behalf of myself and Shane Leonard, we want to thank you for tuning in once again. The Are You Screening podcast is brought to you by areyouscreening.com and a lot of wonderful people who help us out. Surf over to areyouscreening.podbean.com or areyouscreening.com to find out how you can become one of them. All music used in our podcast is courtesy Andrew Lord. Once again, please, please, please subscribe, rate us on iTunes, review us on iTunes, and otherwise trick your friends into listening to us. Good night. <laughs>